Welcome to Hope Community Podcast. It's great to have you join us today listening online. We pray you'll be impacted by our message this week. Enjoy. So this morning, yeah, this morning Deb touched on a really cool word to start with, which was practical. I'm a really practical person and this morning I've actually got a really old sermon, but a practical one. Because when I was 17, which was a long time ago, I was invited to do my first sermon, to speak at a church, which is pretty young when you think about it. And I clearly remember God saying to me, Jeff, whenever you speak in the rest of your life, whether it's a leadership, whether it's a sermon, whatever it is, I want you to speak on a practical topic. And I want you, when you finish, that someone who was eight or 80, should be able to remember what you talked about. So I spoke here 18 months ago. Does anyone remember what I spoke on? It was. It was on our dog, Hudson's. So well done. Very good. So I like to talk about a dog. Today, I'm going to talk to you about my other great love, which is sport. We're going to talk about... A really, really deep question is, are you a real fan? We're going to look at the characteristic of a fan who follows a sporting team, but also go really deep into, in a practical way, what are the characteristics of a fan of Jesus? In 2015 and 2016, I was invited along with 750 leaders from around the world to spend a week and a half in Orlando at a global sports conference. This is like the Olympic Games for Christian leaders. For a kid who loves sport, this was an amazing opportunity to be with 750 people from all around the world, from all the different countries, talking about what was God doing through sport. It was an amazing time. One lady I spoke to there, I said to her, What does your church do in the area of sports ministry? She said, Jeff, we have 20 pastors doing sports ministry. I'm like, that is my church. That is so cool. But let me tell you, God is doing amazing things in every country on earth through sport. It's an amazing way to connect people. I grew up as a sports lover. I've loved sports my whole life. My mum says I never had toys. I just had a bat and a ball. Even today at 55, I still love sports. It's just I jokingly say I'm not an elite athlete anymore. I'm too old. But there's something cool about sports and being a fan of sports. If you think of sports ministry and what God is doing through sports, in Australia, Australia, it's an amazing country for sports. Let me give you some facts and figures. 13 million adults and 3 million children take part in sport every year. That was some figures in January this year. The most popular spectator sport in Australia, I can't believe this, but it's Aussie rules. If you're a rugby league person, you find that very, very hard to comprehend, but it is. In terms of participation, more men play golf cricket and tennis than any other sport. 
12 people per year watch a game of rugby union. No, I'm only joking. <laughs> there is more than 12. Sorry, I'm being disrespectful for the rugby union people. But what are the key characteristics of the people that love their team? I am a supporter of a rugby league team. Someone told me when I walked in today that preachers that aren't very good bring props. Well, I bought a lot of props today. So, the team that I love to support in the football is the Gold Coast Titans. There is three, there is three of us. My brother, my nephew and myself who support this team. We have supported them since 1988. They're on TV at two o'clock the Sav, if you're interested. But this team is close to my heart. I have followed them through thick and thin, watched them every weekend when they're on, and I have a lot of their merch. We have had a few different names over the last 35 years because we keep going broke and then we change our name. But we are called the Titans. Like everyone, I have a jersey of the Titans. Unfortunately, it doesn't fit at the moment, but it's a really nice jersey. So if you're a sporting fan, you probably have a jersey. I have my own toothbrush. True fans of their sporting team use their own sporting team's toothbrush. <laughs> Obviously, when you have your coffee, you have it in your own Titans cup each morning. And obviously, when you go out to places, you wear your team polo, don't you? So, I need someone to help me up here, but I have a polo. As I always say to kids when I run sports camps, I don't know if you know this, do you know on a sporting team jersey or memorabilia or like a polo, the logo is always on the left-hand side here. That's not by accident. Do you know why it's there? So it's close to your heart. I don't know if that's true. I've just made that up for many years. And I've told hundreds and hundreds of kids that, but it's a good story. And the last thing I own is a Titan's little teddy bear. This sits on my bedside table. There is many a night when I wake up at 2 a.m. and I can't think, and I look across and think, why does a 55-year-old man have a teddy? But I own, that's some of my memorabilia. I love my team. Maybe the characteristics of a true fan is that they love their team. Some of you may follow the NFL. There's a team called the Green Bay Packers. They are the only sporting team in America of all the major leagues that is community owned. They are not owned by any rich billionaires, they are community owned. They actually have something in their um, licensing and things that says it's called a grandfather provision that they can never sell their team unless this whole group of community decide that is a good way to go. They are owned by the community. They're named after the Green Bay Packers. That industry is cheese packing. You'll see their fans wear cheese on their head. It's not real cheese. 
It's just styrofoam kind of stuff, but they're known as the cheese heads. They're one of the most successful teams in the history of the pre-Super Bowl era. They've won 11 national championships. Green Bay as an area has 1,007 people that live in it. It's in the US state of Wisconsin. Their stadium has a capacity of 81,500 people. Just think, 107,000 people live there, 81,000 people fill their stadium. Their field has been sold out since 1960 for every home game. Amazing. One of their all-time favourite players is a guy called Reggie White. He was a defensive linesman. He was a Baptist minister and his nickname was the Minister of Defence. Interesting, <laughs> isn't it? The Green Bay Packers have a combined social media account of nearly 8 million followers on Twitter and Facebook that follow their every move. People love their team. I wonder this morning, do you love Jesus? Is that a characteristic of your life? In Matthew 22, verse 27, oh, sorry, 37 to 39, it says, Love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and all your mind. This is the first and greatest commandment. And the second is that you would love your neighbour as yourself. If the Green Bay Packers fans love their team so much, as a group of people at Hope Community, do you love God in the same way? Do you love sitting with God, chatting to him like people love sitting with their sporting team? A Baptist, oh, sorry, a pastor in America by the name of Bill Hybels has talked for many years about finding a chair and spending 15 minutes a, time, a day with God. And he says it will change your life, which is so true. I wonder this morning as a group of people how your time with God is going. We can sit with our sporting teams for hours on end. Are we sitting with God each day? Real fans of Jesus love the Lord with all their hearts, their soul and their mind. The second characteristics of a fan is that they are committed. They are totally committed. They even have silly little things like this on their bedside table. Have you heard of the Barmy Army? They're a group of people that started in 1994 that follow the England cricket team all around the world. There is stories of people that sell their houses in England and invest the money they've made into following their team to Sri Lanka or Australia and the West Indies. They do amazing things to follow their team. One guy in India, a guy called Kumar Gutum, was Sachin Tendulkar's number one fan. If you don't know your cricket, he's a very famous cricketer, Sachin Tendulkar, that's been retired for a while. This gentleman followed Sachin all over the country to watch him play. He went to more than 150 matches to watch Sachin and he cycled over 20,000 Ks to get to the grounds. He was totally committed to Sachin and his support as a fan. I wonder this morning, 
as we sit here, how our commitment to God is going. I love this verse in 1 Kings that says, And may your hearts be fully committed to the Lord your God, to live by his decrees and obey his commands at this time. It's a great verse. Real fans are committed to their team. How are we going in our commitment to Christ? Do we arrive early for church? Do we come to church? Are we regular at church? I very rarely ever miss a Titans game on TV. Most of my life is planned around it. If something's happening, no, we can't go there. The Titans are playing. I wonder how we are committed to our faith today. Real fans of Jesus are committed to God no matter what happens in life. They are totally committed. Yet today we live in a world where commitment doesn't seem to mean much. Recently I looked outside and one of my neighbours was mowing, well, trying to mow his lawn. He kept kicking it, he's trying to start it. You know, men would understand that when your mower doesn't work. I went back inside, he disappeared for a while. I went inside, I came out like probably 40 minutes later, he has a new mower. I'm like, mate, he's like, oh, I just went down to Bunnings and bought a new one. Couldn't get it going. <laughs> People aren't really committed to things anymore. It's easy to throw things away and just start again. Here's a quote from a guy called Philip Hughes, who did some Christian research and said, this was in 2018, more than 50,000 young people are leaving the Christian faith every year. It's amazing. These are old figures I know, but I like the 2016 census that 30% of Australians reported they had no religion. In 1966, 50 years till the 2016 census, the figure that declared that they were Christian, or sorry, it was 88% in 1966, that figure had dropped to 52% 50 years later, and it's dropped again. Even Christians are giving up on their commitment to God. Remember that verse we talked about then in Kings? And may your hearts be fully committed to God. Maybe that's a question for you today. How is your commitment to God going? So that's two down. The third characteristic of a true fan is that they totally endure. As a Titan supporter, I endure a lot. <laughs> we very rarely ever win. And I have had a lot of weekends destroyed because we'll be winning a game and right near the end we will lose and I'll go into a state of just total depression for days, going, oh, they've done it to me again. But I've endured for 35 years. I know about perseverance because I've persevered with my team. Some other people in the room aren't very good at enduring. There's this guy, a good mate of mine, I won't mention any names, but his first name is Toby. <laughs> his team was losing for a few years, so he goes, oh, I'm just going to the Dolphins. I'm getting rid of my team. Real fans endure. They do not give up. Toby. They keep enduring. A friend of mine is a Cronulla Sharks supporter. 
If you follow the football, you'll know they started as a club in 1967. They won their first premiership in 2016. What's that? Nearly 50 years later. This man had followed them for nearly all of those years. He kept enduring, and like me, they didn't win anything, but he kept enduring, but he was at their grand final day when they won. This is what he said to me later. I feel elated that we finally did it. It was not so much relief or excitement, but finally that we had done it. It was also vindication that a premiership victory that never looked possible has finally come true. Victory tastes so much sweeter when you have endured all the hard years. Would have been pretty cool to be there. The third question for you today is, how are you going enduring for God? Let us not become weary in doing good, for at the proper time we will reap a harvest if we do not give up. That's in Galatians 6 and 9, a very famous verse. Maybe the question for you today again is to keep enduring. As people all across our society gives up on Sunday church, gives up on being part of God's family, gives up on their faith, God wants us to be a community that endures for him. The very last one as we get to the end is real fans know their team. They know everything about their team. A couple of years ago, a good mate of mine said he got all these old bottles at home he was given, and when he undid the top of them, he found all these questions about the Titans. And he's like, I reckon there's one bloke I can ask these questions. And he rang me, and they were really, really weird questions. I'm proud to say I got every answer correct. And he is like, you are totally weird. This is, you are weird. But I know my team. I can tell you who's playing today, who's in, who's out, who's injured, who's suspended. I can tell you everything about my team. I wonder today, though, do I know as much about God and the Bible and the life of Jesus that I do about my Titans. All, all the time that I invest in reading, watching, learning, keeping up to date, I wonder in my time, have I used it on Instagram and Facebook instead of in the Word of God? Let me leave you, you one of my favourite quotes. It says, God does not have favourites, but he does have people he is more intimate with. Let me say it again. God does not have favourites, but he does have people he is more intimate with. You and I will only know God's grace, know him as a person, if we spend time with him. Maybe the commitment today is that we will go off Facebook and Instagram and we will invest our time with Jesus. A little boy, let me tell you about him, Cade Pope, was a 12-year-old boy from Oklahoma. He wanted to start following an NFL footy team. So he wrote 32 handwritten letters 
and sent them to each executive of sporting teams in America. He wanted to pick his own team and to be a supporter like me. He got one letter back from 32 letters he sent to sporting teams. The owner of the Caroline Panthers wrote this back. We would be honoured if you joined our team, if we became your team. We would make you proud. The owner went on to commend some of his players as well and recommended them. His letter was not only personal and kind-hearted, it was the only response this little boy received. Guess which team that little guy had become a supporter of? The Caroline Panthers. In Psalms 86, David spoke about his alliance to the one true God. He said, when I am in distress, I call to you because you answer me. That is so true. When I am in distress, I call to you. Among the gods, there is none like you. Where is our alliance today? And these are some words I wrote. I think they're really good, so I'm going to read them to you. Our devotion to God is born from his character and his care for us. He is the one who answers our prayers, guides us by his spirit, and saves us through the death and resurrection of his son. I can totally recommend to you that you become a fan of God today. One of the things about I've learnt in my roles with SU is most times when I tell people things, especially staff and volunteers, they forget what I tell them. It's really annoying. But I looked up Google. This is a couple of years ago I looked this up and I thought, why do people forget things? Do you know that people will forget 40% of what I've told you today in the next 20 minutes? That's really frustrating when you plan something. So by the time we walk out here and have a coffee, I was going to say the statistics, but it's only Google. But they are, it's true on Google. It says that you will have forgotten 40% of what I've told you. 77% of what I've told you, you will have forgotten by next Saturday. 77% of what I've told you. And after one month, when we get through to mid-May, you will have forgotten 90% of what I've told you. That's why I bought props. You may remember. So let me tell you again the four things we talked about today because I do not want you to forget it in the next 20 minutes. Real fans love their team. Real fans are committed. Real fans endure. And real fans know their team. It is fun being a fan. Well, if you support the Titans, it's actually really hard work. <laughs> It's quite depressing and it's emotional. But it's actually fun. It's a fun part of life, wearing the colours, buying the merch, drinking your coffee out of a Titan's cup. It may be smashed at about four o'clock this hour when we lose another game. But do you know what? While it's fun, the end of the day, sport is a game 
It's a game, just it's a game. I know it's serious and there's money involved and there's prizes on offer, but at the end of the day, it's a game. What isn't a game is our commitment to God. It is not a game. Supporting this team is fun, but like I said, it's a game. Life is not a game. It has eternal ramifications. Yes, we may lose every weekend and I'll get upset and I'll have to go for a walk to clear my head, but the sun will come up tomorrow. The decisions I make about Jesus is not a game. I don't know where you are in this room today, but you have a choice. You have a choice to live and enjoy what is on offer, but you also have a choice today to make a choice to be a real fan of Jesus, which will change your life. It'll change where you spend eternity. Let me ask you this question again today. Are you a real fan of Jesus? Can I encourage you today to live out your life as a real fan of Jesus? To wear your colours, to wear the logo on your chest as a Christian. Jesus, like our sporting team, people who own sporting team love their fans to be loyal. Jesus Christ deserves us to be real fans of him. It is a life-changing decision today. Will you love Jesus? Will you be committed? Will you endure in the tough times? And will you continue to know Jesus? Let me pray for us. Dear Lord, we thank you that you love us. We thank you that we can live with you. We are so sorry for the times where we've neglected you, where we've gone a different way, where we've let the Instagram and the social media platforms take over our time. But today, we want to be recommitted to you. We want to live our lives like a lifelong fan. We want to display our colours. We want to wave our flags. We want to say that we love you. We want to shout from the stadiums, from the seats, that we love you, Lord, that we are on your team that we'll faithfully serve you. And one day we will win a premiership when we join you in heaven. We are thankful for that. Maybe today you've never thought too much about being on Jesus's team. Maybe today is the day that you need to make a decision. Will you be a follower of Jesus? And I'd encourage you to speak to someone about that. Thanks so much for listening to Hope Community Podcast. We hope you enjoyed today's message and remember to subscribe to the channel to keep up to date. From everyone here at Hope Community, have the best week.